You're listening to Honest to God, a podcast where we get to be honest about stuff that matters. I'm Mark Alt, and this is episode number one. Hey, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I am so excited to be able to be with you, even if it's just through the interwebs. So thanks so much for tuning in. I want to start off this first episode by telling you a little bit about myself, for those of you who don't know me, and why this podcast exists. I'm a communicator. Uh, I've been a blogger for a number of years. I was a pastor for over a decade, which meant I regularly produced uh, 30 to 40 minutes of content to preach. And I also wrote various other content during that time. And I now find myself in a completely different space, uh, where I'm no longer in full-time ministry, and my ideas about faith and spirituality are continuing to evolve. And I'm looking for an effective medium to communicate my ideas and my message. My initial thought was to turn to blogging again, which I haven't done for maybe two years now, but I'm not sure how effective written articles are at our present moment. I mean, if I think about my own habits with reading blogs, and I suspect this is probably true for you as well, I usually scan the article looking for the four or five bold bulleted points, read those, and then move on. And despite all the work that's gone into putting that in the careful wording and phrasing, it just gets skimmed most of the time. And I find, though, that I will happily listen to an hour or even an hour and a half long podcast if I'm driving or if there's another appropriate moment. I'm finding podcasts are just a little closer to the individual who's producing the content, like you can actually hear them communicate their content in a usually conversational style, which I find really appealing. I find that podcasts are also an effective medium for the communication of ideas and for bringing communities of people together, which really appeals to me as a communicator. So here I am, maybe a little late to the party, but I figure it's probably better late than never. Well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am married to Nicole. Together we have two daughters, five and three years old. I grew up in South Africa where I studied and worked as an engineer before transitioning to full-time ministry in 2006, where I wore a whole lot of different hats from pastor to preacher to church administrator to youth leader to worship leader to the graphics designs. And I did that for about 12 years. And then in August of 2017, we left South Africa and moved to Germany, where my wife and I both have our roots. Currently, we live in a small village of about oh, 2,500 people, around 20 minutes outside of Germany's oldest city called Trier. From my office, where I'm currently recording this, I overlook uh, a beautiful vista, uh, fields of potatoes and corn and wheat and rolling hills of forests. It's an incredibly beautiful place to live and very peaceful. Over the years, my ideas about life and God and spirituality and faith and Christian tradition have been in a continual flux. And that's been especially true since I left ministry in 2017. Without that responsibility to lead people and everything that goes along with that, I've really had a lot of space to think and explore without the weekly pressure to prepare a sermon for the coming Sunday. And I've been honestly surprised at the shape that my faith has taken as I've allowed myself to be honest with my questions. And this really is one of the reasons for the title of this podcast. A friend of mine was asked the question, what is the most important thing 
for you right now as a Christian? And her response was brilliant. I love it. She said, to be honest. I think that is so good, so important. And she didn't mean it in in a moral sense. Like, I think it's important to be honest rather than to be dishonest. What she meant is that I've got to be honest about how I feel, about what I think, about the stuff that I disagree with, about sometimes that nagging low-level anxiety that I feel, about the cognitive dissonance I have between what I'm supposed to believe as a Christian and what I actually think is true. I've just got to be honest. Does that resonate with you? Because it does with me. And so I want to create this space here where we can just be honest about stuff that matters. The phrase honest to God isn't necessarily spiritual in itself. People used to say something like, honest to God, man, that's what he said. Or, wait, what I told you, that was God's honest truth. And what people meant was that they were telling the truth and just being honest. I find that sometimes it can be hard to be honest about some things, oftentimes because the stakes are high, because of how it'll change relationships around us maybe, or it may place you on the outside of a community of people that are really important to you. For some people, it may even be that their jobs depend on continuing to believe and teach something they are no longer convinced of or have serious doubts about. And to talk about those things could actually lead them down the road that turns their life upside down. I understand all that. But I can't help wonder what happens if we choose to be honest about our stuff. What future possibilities could open up to us that we can't yet see because of the fear that's right in front of us? Maybe for you, it's getting honest about beliefs that you were taught, but then you met this other person or group of people who didn't fit the religious categories you had. And they just upended your your neatly laid out beliefs. Maybe you were handed a worldview about who we are, about our place in the world, about where this is all going, why we're here, what we're supposed to do while we're here, and now you just don't know anymore because you're in a transition space. Maybe for some it's being honest about church and the way church is done and daring to give voice to those questions and open up conversation about it. Maybe it's questions about other religious beliefs. And maybe you just can't stomach the idea that they're going to spend an eternity in conscious torment just because they don't believe in the same God you do. Man, there's just so many good questions, aren't there? This is the space where I hope we can be honest about that kind of stuff. Stuff that actually matters. There's another reason why I called this podcast Honest to God. Uh, It was because of a book published in 1963 of the same title. It was written by an Anglican bishop named John A.T. Robinson. It was a book which challenged the modern ideas of God and proposed new ways to talk about God based on the works of German theologians like Paul Tillich, Rudolf Bultmann, and Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He was essentially saying that the old ways about talking about God needed to be revised and updated The language of God up there and God out there worked for a time being and was helpful language for the people that it served. But actually, we now need new ways to talk about God. In his time, just as in our time, culture was moving forward 
I mean, there were breakthroughs in medical science and in psychology, in astrophysics and cosmology, there were new discoveries, breakthrough ideas were being made in the field of quantum mechanics and physics, a philosophy was developing in new directions, but the language the church used for God and faith had stagnated and hadn't really changed significantly in hundreds of years. Now, it wasn't, it wasn't like God had changed, but it was we who were changing, and we needed to continue to break down the walls of our language, which make God too small for the kind of world we're living in. I was trying to think how I could illustrate this, and I want to draw on an idea from my own context. In most villages here in Germany, there is a church building somewhere in the village, usually an old Catholic church built hundreds if not a thousand years ago. Now think about what it must have been like to grow up in a rural village like this somewhere in Germany a thousand years ago. Chances are that you were born, raised, got a job, got married, had kids and died in the same village, which was the same village that your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were born, were raised, worked, had kids and died in. You attend the local church every Sunday, because that's what everybody in the village does on Sunday. Now think, what kind of language do you think you need to speak about God? I mean, to speak about a God who lived up above us, beyond the sky, and who made the heavens and the earth, was, I think, language sufficient enough to bring people to a place of reverence, of awe, and ultimately of worship. But think about today. Think about you. Think about how much bigger your world is and how much smaller the world as a whole has become. I mean, you know things happening on the other side of the world within minutes of it happening because they have hundreds of floating objects in space, yeah, outer space, beyond the sky, called satellites. And they have cables laid in the depths of the ocean to communicate electronic signals in the form of binary bits made up of electrons, which are interpreted by your iPhone or your laptop or TV to give you high-resolution images of earthquakes and tsunamis caused by the shift in tectonic plates under the ocean floor. And here's the, here's the thing. The fact that you are a hairstylist, or a mechanic, or an accountant, or whatever it is that you do, the fact that you even know what I'm talking about is testament to the fact of how big your world is. You see, our, our world is getting bigger, and there are so many more things that we know and know about, and at the same time, our world is more mysterious than ever. It's like the, the more we find out, the more we find out there is still to figure out. Just when we get to the bottom of something, we realize it opens a hundred other doors which we need to go and figure out. Our world is getting both bigger and more mysterious at the same time. And we need language for God that is big enough for the world we inhabit. And we need language for God that goes beyond the simple formulations that we've become used to. Like we need to recover language and practice which reflects the unknowability of the depth of mystery that is the infinite. That is what I think Robinson was trying to do. And that's what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do here is break down the walls of a faith and spirituality that has stayed too small for the kind of world we are living in. 
on the outside, I know it may seem like this is a destructive process. And in one way it is. But it's a breaking down for the purposes of expanding and extending and growing and making bigger. I'm well aware that there is a modern notion of of progress that says, you know what, we don't need spirituality or faith or religion anymore. We are modern people. Uh, these things are primitive and childish. We've moved on from them. We don't need them anymore. And I can understand that there is a destructive process at work um, that is fueled by that uh, agenda and idea. But there is another kind of tearing down, which sees the work of spirituality and faith and religion as way too important to leave it as small as it is right now. That's what I'm about. That is my goal here. Robinson's book was the cause of a bit of controversy, as you can imagine, when it was published. But I don't think that his goal was to be controversial about this. I think he was just trying to be honest with the questions of his generation. And with this podcast, and with my writing and my work, I don't intend to be controversial. I don't intend and, and want to be novel as, and putting forward these, these new ideas as though I have new ideas, really. I mean, all I want to do is be honest with the questions that I have, and I suspect that some of you have as well. So I hope that you will join me in the questioning and in the honest journey of faith and life. Before I go, I want to tell you about my new website. As I said before, I've been blogging for a number of years, and I feel like it's time for a change. So I've moved my new online home to markalt.com. That's M-A-R-C-A-R-L-T.com. This is where you can find me online, where you can contact me, where you will find all my content I'm currently working on. I'll have a link to my podcast on there. I'll be writing some blog posts occasionally. I'll also be sharing my poetry and some photography there. This is something which I'm really excited to be doing. I'd also love to hear from you. Uh, head on over to my website, and at the bottom of the homepage, there is a contact section. Let me know what you're thinking about. Let me know some of your experiences, your thoughts, uh, your questions, or share some of your doubts. I'd love to know what's going on with you so that we can share this space and this journey together. If you want to follow my work, you can click the follow link on the homepage, and you'll receive periodic email updates to let you know what I've been working on. And if you find what I've said to be helpful, I'd love you to share my work. Sharing is caring after all. Through the varied social media platforms, through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You've been listening to Honest to God. I'm Mark Alt. Thanks so much for listening.